Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by Betsperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. It is week 14. Uh, that's not a mistake. I didn't misread this. This is uh, this is not a drill. We are rounding out the first week of December. There are five weeks left of the football season. There are what two teams on by this week? The commies and somebody else. Uh, commies and cards. cards. Thank you. Commies and cards out this week, and then we are done with buys. Uh, basically, nothing is decided except for the, the Patriots holes? are not in. Yeah, Patriots and and Panthers can take January off. Uh, basically everybody else, if you finish five and zero or zero and five, it can take you in, it can take you out. Uh, the markets seem relatively sure who's going to win all of these divisions, Andy, none have been clinched. Uh, but let's just say of the eight favorites currently, give me an over under of how many of those favorites actually win <clears throat> their respective divisions. So I, I looked at this a little. Did you see Miami schedule the next two games? Yes. Peace o cake. Yeah, basically. So if Miami wins those, the worst they could possibly be is eleven and six. The Bills are currently six and six. I'm not saying that one's lock city, but that one almost feels just as lockish as San Francisco at this point, which is surprising. That's not something we thought. Obviously, you know we. We really didn't. Uh, oh, I get my. Am I on the bad mic today? Maybe. It's just the 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 bass in your voice isn't hitting me. Speaker microphone. Maybe, oh, it's on. I just don't have it. I'm gonna move it a little closer. Oh, there, there we go. Let's get That's the bass good. in. But yeah, That's I'm good. I'm kind of I'm kind of penciling in Miami and that San Francisco is pretty much locks. And truthfully, as as shitty as we've seen some of the Chiefs games happen. Do you really see a world where the Broncos are able to jump them? So going with 4.5 is my over-under because as much as we don't believe in everything about the Ravens, it really would it would really startle me to see the Steelers or Browns be able to overtake a two-game lead there as well. So Jags very much in peril with the Colts and Texans just a half game back or a game back. The Lions are not such a sure thing with a, a close game right now, and that's a three-game lead. That's like my half. I'm, I'm That one's pretty locked, but they have some very big liabilities, and suddenly the Packers are playing well. Minnesota's within striking distance. Obviously, the NFC South is a disaster, and Eagles-Cowboys, there's a high-leverage game coming up this week. <laughs> yeah, Eagles, do they mathematically clinch if they win? Not I, quite. Doubt it. They would have. They would be up two. There's still full four games. games left. There's still four games left. They could lose all four. I guess. Well, the, the thing is, yeah, they'd be up two full games, but it's essentially three because you have the double win against Dallas. Yeah, so I think there could, are. Yeah, could, yeah, you could lose out, but the the thing is, you're not clinched, but you're fucking clinched at that point because Dallas has a meat grinder, three road games in four weeks against tough opponents. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is a. Um, there are definitely some teams right now that are, are kind of flagging. Uh, there are some teams that are fatigued. There are some teams that are coming off of rest. There are some teams that are getting healthy. Uh, and there are some teams that are going to have to consistently face a rest disadvantage <laughs> all the way in. I'm looking at you, Chiefs. Uh, so it's uh, it's kind of an interesting still kind of wide open, particularly on the AFC. 
Uh, I don't think anyone questions who the number one power rated team in the NFC is right now. In fact, I dare you to find anyone that says the Eagles or Cowboys are better than the uh, Niners after the two results we have in the books. Uh, but all that said, um, it's a great week of football this week, as they all are. Uh, and I've I've kind of completely come around on just the garbage product that we're getting, and I, I've embraced it and fully love it now because I, I kind of am excited for this uh, Thursday night shit show, which is uh, the New this England Patriots. This could be an all-time uggo. <laughs> New England Patriots at the Steelers. Now, <clears throat> help me understand something, Andy. In what universe are the Steelers six points better than a professional football team? I know, I know, but man, I mean, New England, I make this like 5.8. I looked, okay. I looked at my numbers, like okay. I bet I'm close. I would hate to lay the points with the Steelers right now. Maserati Mitch, not it. Mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett was not it either, but uh, this is a tough one because we have seen, if anything positive has come out of Foxborough. It's been a halfway decent defense, even after we had the injuries. They rebounded like like we talked about with losing your CB1. They lost some pieces, um, but they've rebounded. They have the coaching staff. They have the know-how in place to coach guys up on the defensive side of the ball. And their secondary has played at a pretty decent level. I know Keenan was banged up, but they kind of took him away. That was what you needed to do. They kept it close. Obviously, they were they were never the 6-0 lead felt insurmountable. <laughs> the, that's the thing, though. It's like, are they ever gonna score? Because if you don't have no, you don't have Ramondre, who's gonna miss several games. He's been a nice little spark plug. You probably don't have Demario Douglas. Like, what what what's your like what's the game plan? I guess you have some decent tight ends. Yeah. So this is a defense in the Steelers that can be beat across the middle. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's the strongest coverage unit as far as linebackers go. We've seen short stuff work against this team. And it's a defense that's been beat up. Obviously, the Minka missing time has made a big difference on how they play in the box and in the coverage over the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to do like Juju's healthy, right? Somebody's got to be healthy. It's, it's you have your you have him you have a so you have a slot guy and you have a couple tight ends and then you have Zeke. We have a couple That's, guys that can't separate. Yeah, I know it's 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 rough. It's and you have a oh yeah, case for New I guess and yeah. it's hard. It's so it hard. It's super duper duper tough. Um, okay, here's the case for New England. Here's, here's a fun one. First team to muff a punt loses. I like that. <laughs> That's kind of. That's like the Patriots Jets last year, right? The Jets, the Patriots finally got the the punt return for a touchdown, and that was the deciding factor. Yeah, the, remember that like, game? It was three three this, for the longest time. This has, time. This, has every, yeah. this has every whiff of that. Um, the um, here's the thing, though, man. the The case for the Patriots is that the best unit on the field is the Patriots defense. Yeah, out of the four. So it, it's similar to what we saw when the Browns beat this Steelers team. Play yeah. for the field position game. That's all they could do is use your incredible strength on defense, play the field position game, get the ball at the 45 or 50 a bunch of times. Hopefully variance is on your side. You get a penalty or two. You get a big play or two. You kick some field goals or, God willing, and the creek don't rise, you accidentally find yourself with a two-yard Zeke Elliott touchdown, you can win this game Mm. because the Steelers are – I really do think what we saw 
the the outburst, the offensive outburst against uh, was it Cincinnati? Yeah, probably a bit of an aberration. That is a horseshit. Uh, horse you mean four hundred? You mean the four hundred yards of offense? Four hundred yards, like, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, some yeah. huge. Day. They yeah. only still only scored sixteen. They weren't great yeah. in the red zone, and they're on their backup. They're on their you know. Now at this point you're in your backup quarterback with Kenny missing yeah. multiple weeks at this point. Uh, oh. I think the Patriots money line is a bet. <clears throat> it's taken me a while to get here, but I think it's the Pets. And I and the reason is pretty straightforward, which is, uh, I mean, if Trey McBride can make it look easy, you got Mick Fitzpatrick running out there with a broken hand. Uh, they have no linebackers. Uh, they lost like the guy who you know they lost to Landon Roberts, correct? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, so you're gonna have Mark. Robinson and I assume Mike Mike Cal Walker, uh, who I think was like a practice squad guy, um, and then your Cam Hayward looks like he is on absolute fumes. Uh, nose tackle is Keanu Benton, I guess. Um, the uh, you know there there's definitely soft spots all up the spine of this uh, Steelers defense, which means you know, Zeke should have a fine day. Hunter Henry should have a good day. Uh, and yeah, you like you said they can play. Uh, they can play ball control. The Patriots' offensive line is reasonably healthy. They got Trent Brown out there, I guess. Uh, by the way, this just cracks me up. I'm sorry to kind of divert us, but did you know that there was a player on the New England Patriots who is starting at right guard named City Sal? City Sal, familiar with his work? It sounds delicious. <laughs> City Sal, oh, oh, he's a he's an uh, an offensive guard out of Eastern Michigan. Um, anyway, uh, I think the Patriots could probably hold off T.J. Watt and company and avoid the key mistake in this game and get a win. Um, the other reason I kind of think that <clears throat> Patriots actually did okay offensively in the second half of that Chargers game. They moved the ball better than they had been. Uh, they had uh, two punts and two. You know, two uh, drives ending in downs, uh, but uh, they had drives that were relatively successful. It wasn't their worst uh, offensive day of the yard, year. A thirty-nine yard drive, a forty-six yard drive, a forty-two yard yeah, drive, and no, a twenty-nine Drew, you yard go, drive. Go look at their yeah. box scores. It was, it was, it was only like their fourth worst game of the year. They just tapped, didn't finish anything. <laughs> um, and then yeah. also, you know, on the Steelers side too, that the guard uh, Sayumalo. Sayumalo, yep. He he got banged up. I don't have a status on him yep. yet. Um, we didn't see Najee participate in practice today, and I know you have you know you have two good running backs, but yeah, it's better to have two than to have one. Um, so interesting to see what those injuries come up as. But, yeah, I, I mean, Patriots defense, God is willing, grading. Patriots defense is great. Grading. <laughs> grading. <laughs> the Patriots defense is grading really well right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it feels like it feels like a Patriots first half, uh, first half parlayed with the first half under or something. You think the Steelers get into 13 points? I don't oh, think so. that, that's an interesting point. Our that's our we we've been doing a lot of uh, with our friends profit exchange. You know those markets we put up. You guys can do that if you're in New Jersey. You can just request it. In fact, they give you a bonus now if you request a market and fund it. They give you like, uh, you know, almost like a horse rebate. I think you get part of your money back if it doesn't come through on your side. But we put up instead of an anytime touchdown score because we've been blessed with a bunch of those lately that are, we're near even money, so it's a good two way market. There's not a good one this week for anytime touchdown score. We just did race to ten points. 
and they good and one. We, we did put in the uh, the caveat: this is a push if nobody makes it. I like the Patriots in the race to ten. It yeah. is so th- that is a fun one. It is like two to one. You can Ooh, get right nice. now. I'm not sure how much liquidity there. There was a couple thousand in the pool. I'm not sure yeah. how much you can get on the Patriots, but if yeah. you think the Patriots get to ten before the Steelers, it was like two to one right now. Not a bad bet. Okay. Last word on this extreme shower fart of a game. Uh, any chance that the refs get involved? to try to make an entertainment factor out of this turd. How, how do you, how would you even do that? Like a bunch of DPIs? All, uh, all deep. Like, I don't know. Maybe send the crew out that did the uh, Seahawks uh, Cowboys game. The crew that just doesn't call holding. Doesn't call holding. And they call lots of, you know, defenses. That was a defensive holding. We're not going to shade the replay. Keep going, guys. Yep. Oh, we're oh, oh, they're already under up, up under center. We'll show you that one later. Okay. Yeah. I, there's there's a chance that there's a. I don't even know if I, I. I don't even know if I buy into there being any kind of incentive or like any kind of discussion had with the refs in these types of games. But uh, if this is a weird surprise, if we're at halftime, we're like, well, I guess thirty was wrong uh, because there's been four touchdowns already, and thanks a lot for. You know, each team's got six six bellies for fifty yards. We're gonna be like, oh, uh, all right, well, yeah, I'm not I'm not super interested in betting this game outside of some props. Okay, okay. I don't Let's I don't hate moving. your high variance. Um, Steelers offense still sucks. Play the money line on the other side. Play, but yeah, oof, couple couple of all time coaches going at it. A couple of all timers. Uh, Pickens yeah. maybe, but like I said, they have. As much as I don't, I'm not oh, super man. keen on JC Jackson Redux. That unit has played well with Duggar and Jackson, and I can't think of the other corner's name, but it's it's played well enough where they're able to shut down at least one guy at my, most times. Brinks is on alt overs. Listen to this animal. It is like it has that whiff to it. Like it nobody's expecting anything at all from this game, but there's no weather. And I know I this know. is like the one where it looked like there was going to be weather because everything yeah. else is catching it. It looks like the the big the big weather system is going to be past this, yeah. and it's going to be affecting everything East Coast. Because I mean, really, Pittsburgh is Ohio, man. It's the Midwest, pert near. So it does seem like the, the weather is going to get past this one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, I I can't advocate an under. Sorry, I tried. I was going to. I, I'm out. Uh, I think the Patriots is Patriots are pass. And uh, honestly, this uh, you know, I, I don't even know what number they need to get to to win. But I think they have the best unit on the field with their defense. So. I, I was hoping we'd see some steam. I was interested at the Patriots at like seven. Yeah. Speaking of the best unit on the field on Sunday in Cleveland, it is without question. The Cleveland Browns defense. Uh, Brownies defense is interesting for a couple reasons, Andy. I don't know if you know this, but they are all universe. And Very if good. you split out their home and road and you look at their homes only, uh, it looks fake. <laughs> like, it's, huh? It's like an order of magnitude better. It's crazy. And it, you can't be number one and then be even better in a certain situation. That's weird. Uh, but the Browns defense are uh, presumably another week of Miles Garrett getting his shoulder healthy could be more disruptive, especially because he's going against a replacement left tackle. $10 to anyone who can name the guy who is being pr- presumably going to be filling in for Walker Little, uh, who was filling in for Cam Robinson, by the way. Uh, yeah, you got a, uh, is, got a guess for me? This is going to be... 
three spots down the uh, down the depth church. I didn't even check it. Is it this? Uh, is it Hans? It is Blake Hans. Blake Hans. Blake Hans. Who uh, I, he... I was looking. So I, I I cheated because I was looking at this earlier, and they were you know I'm like God who. Who is even the who is even like your next guy? Because sometimes during the game they just have to fill in, and then for the next week they they promote people, move people around. But it does yeah. look like Hans. If uh, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the injuries the injuries could not have been yeah. Worse. I mean, losing the game sucked, if but you, you also lost another left tackle. Yeah, you lost your second best, maybe your best receiver at some times. You lost one of your good corners. Mm-hmm. Um. There's actually two or three other guys that are injured down the down line too, but obviously Trevor's the biggest part of this. This was Jaguars minus three on the look ahead. Yeah. This is shifted a full six. The totals come down as well. The Jags might not score, man. I mean, yeah, what, it's possible. Beat hard's hurt, and then that, that's the other thing too. I think beat. I think Beth. It's his non-throwing shoulder. It's his non-throwing shoulder. He's going to play. He, he'll play, but man, after that, it's like if he does get like buried under Garrett and that shoulder separates yeah. it's Nate Rourke coming yeah. in Canadian pride yeah. of uh, Nate Rourke if you look up Blake Hansen in the dictionary or in the area you're looking at looking looking him he, up because you want to learn about him he, he was, designed uh, Pinehurst <laughs> no, this. He, he was a guard and tackle at Northwestern uh, he basically defines journeyman uh, he came into the league as a free agent, undrafted free agent, uh, who was taken by Buffalo or signed by Buffalo in May of 19. Since then, Buffalo waived him. Washington signed him as a free agent. Washington waived him. Jacksonville put him on the practice squad. Jacksonville waived him. The Jets put him on the practice squad. Cleveland claimed him from the practice squad. Cleveland gave him a, a, a tender. Then they waived him. Then San Francisco claimed him from Cleveland. Then San Francisco waived him. Then Jacksonville claimed him from San Francisco. Jacksonville gave him a tender. Jacksonville ultimately waived him as well and then brought him back in in emergency status. So he has had quite the roller coaster of a career, Mr. Blake Hans. Look forward to seeing if, how you perform against Mr. Miles Garrett. Let's yeah, go, if, buddy. If Garrett is feeling better at all, if that shoulder is good, this is a pretty serious issue for a, oh, yeah. you know, a, a backup quarterback who's, again, now down another receiver, down a tackle ish i mean even god who's who's across from me he used to play for minnesota he's played for baltimore who's our other uh is it darius smith darius smith like darius smith is no slouch no like, this is this is a, a big ass god man we didn't mention maybe the most important part of the Cle- the browns defense is the denzel ward is back ward, ward is back <laughs> that's the thing we we only have one you have one good wide receiver now and you can say whatever you want about say but essentially you got ridley if they just want to shut him down with Ward, then I don't know. The game plan runs through ETN. Have fun. Have yeah. fun. Um, and this one is yeah. this one is going to see some weather. I yeah. What do you think of the total here? Up on the lake. Thirty-one. Total. Total's about right, man. That's. that's I mean, it should be super low because it's not Amari like Cooper probably not going to go. Uh, Cooper's clear. yeah, he's, he's in the concussion, concussion protocol. I don't think he's going to clear. So as much as <clears throat> I'm keen on what Flacco did, the fact they trust him enough to kind of they opened up the playbook a little more than I thought for a guy that's only been on the team. But you know, he's a he's a he's a vet. Yeah, he picks it up quick. There is always that like, oh, he's so good. Remember, he's it's like uh, the Mike White theorem. 
Yep. Where it's like, oh man, this guy looks good. And then you get a little tape on him and they figure out, oh, this is the game plan that they're using to make it life easy on him. Let's just stop that. Yeah. A little less probably with Flacco because he is a savvy and wily old vet, but without Cooper on the field and, you know, just one more game, you know, a team prepping for Flacco and seeing what they did with him last week. Mm -hmm. I feel like he takes a step back. Like, I don't think this, I don't think this total gets to Mm -hmm. 30 because it's not a Browns team that scores in mass. And I don't know that the Jaguars will score here, man. If you made me lay this, I would take the worst of the number and play the without question. No question. Absolutely. No question. Uh, The Jaguars, in my opinion, are in uh, deep shit. Uh, is, that the, is that the right? Yeah. They uh, have, their, their ass is in the jackpot. Jerry. Their ass is in the jackpot. They have three very losable games left on their schedule. A fourth, if you include at Tennessee, which is definitely no guarantee. Their defense was a was a flaming hot at the top of their market, better, rated better than they were, clear. And the regression hit like a bolt of lightning at the hand of. Jake Browning um, and the injuries and the situation they're in now is not going to help. I, I just, I hope that the Jaguars defense holds on by their, you know, by their tails in this game and keeps it competitive and keeps the scoring down so that maybe people kind of forget about Monday night football and forget yeah. about the state of this defense and how they could be had outside of Josh Allen randomly having like uh, just bursts of explosion as a pass rusher. There's nothing there. There's really nothing there, and I, I just, I don't know, I don't know. They, they play. Oh, they, you they, see they it, like you say, you see it yeah. in glimpses with with Allen and uh, Walker. You see them look good for a few plays a game, and then the rest of the time, the defense looks pretty, pretty suspect. If yeah, if if you made me bet this game, it would be Browns, Browns and under. Um, probably not getting involved yet. Maybe play some props. Okay. Uh, there's there's other games at the board, man, and then yeah, not only that, but. Jags are on a short week. That's like, a great point. It, it doesn't feel good. Like I know there's talk. He's doing everything he can. He's rehabbing. I, I didn't understand this uh, this phrase. He's rehabbing as hard as he can. That's not how rehab works. Rehab is, rehab is usually like, it's like, how do you get rid of a hangover? You just, yeah. you, you need to see the clock move ahead 10 hours. That's the only way. It's you, the same yeah. thing with rehab. You can't just rehab harder. You have to give that thing time. And I just don't see it happening. You want to know a uh, a fun long shot bet right now? Trevor Lawrence first touchdown score. (laughs) (laughs) No, I hate that. (laughs) Um, I don't think Trevor Lawrence plays this week. I I I don't don't think think he plays this week. I don't think he plays next week either. Nathan Rourke last touchdown score. It's versus Baltimore. Um, No, my uh, uh, fun play uh, Jaguars playoffs. No. 10 to 1. Have you heard of crazier things? Trevor's been dealing with a knee injury in the same leg all, all freaking season. Now he's got a, a <clears throat> high ankle sprain. He's going to come back and be as mobile. They have no run game. Their defense is like a flaming hot regression right now. They're going to lose this week to the Browns. They're going to lose next week to the Ravens. If they drop, you know, two of their last three, they're out. 10 to 1. So, yeah, I, I don't hate it. I want to look at my actual odds on this. I had it up today. I ran a sim, and I still had the Jags winning the division, but it was basically like I think they won on a tie break. Yeah. Like they finished with the same record as Houston, and then I had Houston in as a wild card where it doesn't take a lot for that to break wrong, and this team 
because if they lose this game, the Browns are likely a wild card team. And then if you don't win the division, you are losing a tiebreaker to the Browns. You will likely be, you know, the the Texans will be there. The other the other wild card teams would be, oh my goodness, 14 to 1. That's probably a bet. Oh man. Not bad. All right. Well, I'm not I'm I'm yeah, ready I mean, to panic it, button. It, it's kind of like guys. Buffalo too. Like they'd be in a weird spot where the tiebreakers were all against them. Buffalo yeah. has like no tiebreakers. Like back. they're well enough coached that I think Peterson can get them together and win that like last game against the Tennessee Titans to get them in as a wild card, even if they fumble the bag in the AFC South. But uh boy oh boy. Uh my every alarm, every single alarm bell. You know what you should be doing this time of year, Andy? If you want to have success in, you know, in, in getting into the playoffs and then in being in the playoffs, you should be playing good defense. You know what else you should be doing? You should have an effective run game. You know what else would help? A healthy quarterback. Not, not hurt, yeah. <laughs> yes, a healthy quarterback would be just delightful. They don't oh, yeah, have any they, of this shit. I was yeah. gonna say they did beat the Colts. That's they beat the Colts and the Steelers. That's twice. Yeah, they got the Colts twice. They yeah. got the Colts and Steelers tiebreakers. So that's kind of massive for finding about, seven. Yeah. But yeah. there's still a situation where the Colts just have a better record than them. Okay. All right, let's keep moving. I like that LA. 14 one. That's a fun one. L A R at B A L. Uh wind, you, weather. You like the Rams here. Do. Um I'm apparently the only person on earth as it is still widely available at a, a very favorable plus seven right now. Uh never got the plus seven and a half that we talked about on Sunday. Uh it's just been sitting right here. So everybody agrees. There is a seven point margin of a difference between these two teams, Andy. Um now before we get into the kind of specifics of this handicap, because there are a lot of angles that we're going to have to talk about. I just would like to take you back in time to the preseason and ask you relative to the way we were in August and relative to the way the market treated these teams in August, who would you say you have a more favorable opinion of now relative to the end of the summer? I mean, I've definitely upgraded the Rams further. From sure. My, my, yeah, you've upgraded I mean, both just, of them, but the Rams more, right? Yeah, well, let's look. I actually have this number right in front of me because I look at who I've upgraded. So mm-hmm. The Rams are, yeah, a bigger upgrade than worse. Oh, Baltimore would be higher than them, obviously. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's actually kind of close, but I think I was higher on the Rams to begin with. Okay. Um, not, not as high as some people that liked them week one, but okay. – Looking at you, Sam. But um, so yeah, like, they both got upgrades. But the Rams, the yeah. Rams, yeah, the, the per- especially not just number wise, but the perception of yeah. this is a really thin team. This is a really thin defense. We had no idea that Puka Nakua was going to Puka Nakua. Yeah, we had, for we sure. had very low expectations of like Cooper Cup coming back, yeah. being healthy, and you yeah. know, contributing in the in the way he's contributed. Yeah, I uh, had, had never had heard the concern. name Kyron Williams. No, we were <laughs> he's concerned. very important to them right now. <laughs> yeah, we, we were concerned Stafford might retire. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. So the way, where I was going with all this is that the preseason market had this game Baltimore minus five. So why is it minus seven now? I I did. Uh, I mean, I think everyone's upgraded Baltimore though too. Baltimore's yeah. a big question mark. Mark Andrews isn't playing, didn't he? Uh, he that still, that was a big question mark. Like I. I don't think this is a crazy number where I have them right now. I'm I'm pretty much on market here. The the it's the Ravens off a bye at home. You got a West Coast team come and play in an early game. It's an yeah. indoor team. Like look look at the Rams schedule. 
they haven't played a lot of outdoor games. This is suddenly a, a nasty, and it's not, it's not golf. I mean, we have, we have Stafford here now. Yeah. I this don't is, know. Bateman, hey, Bateman you know did miss practice. Give, give me, give me a, a run focused approach. First of all, Sean McVay is coaching his damn ass off. Like his, yeah. his wrinkles, his scheme, all of it has been just meeting exactly what the defense wanted to do on a given day and taking that away and finding ways to get it done. And it has been very, very awesome. Uh, I think this is going to be a run-heavy scheme from the Rams in a we- in a weather game uh, against an opponent where there are definitely places you can attack them on the ground. If you can kind of specifically key on Patrick Queen away from Roquan Smith, you know, kind of use misdirection to get Kyle Hamilton on one side of the field and then run to the other side of the field, like you can absolutely beat this Ra- Ravens team on the ground if you're the Rams. Uh, and I think they have the right weapons health in general to do that and mix in a little bit of uh short passing stuff i don't think you try to beat these guys deep i don't think you try to hit home runs on them uh the pass rush for the ravens is a weaker test for this rams offensive line than what they just faced i I really think the rams offense can hang in this game and uh market has let the ravens drift 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 up based on uh you know a couple of recent high profile wins against divisional opponents uh, and I think uh, the Rams should be at least equal distant to the Ravens from the preseason, if not close the gap on them, because I think the Rams are much bigger, better than we thought they were going to be much more competitive. If this was a preseason seven and now it was seven, I would say, OK, yeah, it all checks out. But this was a preseason five and now it's a seven. And I can't square that drift at all. Um, <clears throat> I don't even know at what buy point I would stop like betting the Rams side in this one uh, because I think it's, I think this is going to be a very, very competitive game. Uh, Mark Andrews not being available matters. Uh, the Rams defense being, you know, a top end unit over the last eight weeks, top four unit over the last four weeks, I think is pretty freaking valid, pretty, pretty surprising and pretty I would, awesome. I would have made it, I would have made it 6.75 preseason. So I was, I was higher on, I think I was higher on the Ravens as well. So I'm I'm not that far. I'm going to tease this. I still think the Ravens are in just such a good spot at home coming off the bye here. This is a good team, but it's still a team where, you know, Niku is facing a shoulder injury. Cup has had some injuries where, you know, he's come to the sideline. That guy's held together by twine and chewing gum, and he's tough, and we have a very tough quarterback. But, man, they're a couple injuries away from just pissing me off because I really like their playoff win ticket. And, you know, when, when I did my – calculus on them making the playoffs i counted this as you know this is almost certainly a loss this is like a 75 25 kind of game so i do i do like uh ravens as a teaser i'm not so keen on laying a big price in a weather game okay well but you're i mean you're right though the the, uh the weather does invite some variance yeah uh here's one other factor man there's a motivational advantage for the Rams here. And it's not just because the last time they played the Ravens, the Ravens absolutely embarrassed them 52 to seven. It is the Rams are playing for their playoff lives and the Ravens are coming off of a bye with one of the best records in the NFL, a lot of mission accomplished, a lot of, you know, this game matters less than our Jags game next week matters. You know, there's, there's definitely, there's, there are a lot division up here. (laughs) I, I would I would be wanting to lock this division. I don't I don't think Jim Harbaugh is the kind of guy, 
Jim Harbaugh. Just the players. Jim, Jim the players Skinner. can only hear so much from the same guy over and over and over again getting know, them fired they're, up. They're they they for, know, they know that they have exceeded expectations to this point in the season. I don't think so. I think the expectations are always win this division, get something done in the playoffs. This is a team that hasn't gotten there. This is a team that, you know, this is like the Chiefs pre-Super Bowls. Like, hey, we're, we're good, but we haven't done anything yet. Like, I, I think, I don't think that, I, I think you're off base on the motivation thing. Okay. It's Harbaugh. This isn't, it isn't a bad coaching staff that's going to let them, you know, rest on their laurels off a of bye. I mean, okay. you're right. The, the Rams have uber motivation. They, they're really kind of in it. They're six and six here. It wasn't, wasn't looking good off the bat. Are they? Yeah, they're six and six, correct? <clears throat> yes, they're six and six. There's so many teams in the thick of that NFC race too. Like you, you need all these games. This would be a huge one for them. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, what do you? Did you have any thoughts on this total? If you think the Rams can score on this team, this totals probably. That was my my first look. Was this totals dropped four points? And I get that there's some weather, but I, I kind of think both teams can score. Uh, as okay. far as the matchups go, I thought this total dropping was a little silly. I thought this should be like 42, 43. Yeah, you and the world are sleeping on the Rams defense. The Rams defense I, only have to, have had two stinkers all year. One of them was aided by a blocked punt and some pick six type shit against the Cowboys. The other was against the mighty San Francisco 49ers who only got to 30. Uh, every other game this season, the Rams have held their opponents to 24 points or fewer, Andy. Some yeah, of that is the pace. Just, Some of that is the way the offense is playing. But yeah, it's just like it's just like a middle of the pack. I, mean, I had I had it up here before I was looking at it. It's like a middle of the pack success rate. Actually, it's it's very much a below average success rate defense, especially over the last eight ten weeks. I think the Niners kind of let up in that one too. Niners, and to be fair, the Niners could have picked their number on a few different teams and let up like sure you know there was that tweet from fox saying that they were some bookmaker had him five points better than anybody which is silly i think that's a, a little much but i looked i'm like man i can't remember the last time i had a team that was, was this far clear it's like this is a usually you have a team you know you're number one of the bullets like a point point and a half clear and that's like damn but uh the 49ers right now i don't i don't know if you should even be counting those games against other teams when you play them when, yeah. when they're fully healthy. When they're fully healthy, it's a fucking way. The beauty of uh, this particular position on the Rams is that I'm getting seven. And if I'm wrong and the mighty Ravens do what they did to the Lions and the Seahawks, I'm going to keep betting the Rams. I, yeah. I absolutely think that, uh, you know, if because if if the Rams don't cover this number, the reason is the Ravens are as good as people think they are at their at their best. That's that is the reason that the Rams don't cover. Well, not yeah, you seen it's going to tell you more about the, the Ravens than the Rams. That's kind of that's kind of something I wouldn't mind here because the Rams have some very obviously they played the Niners in Week 18 and for our playoff hopes we hope the Niners are resting players. But the Rams have home games against the Commanders and Saints coming up. Like I kind of want to see the Rams get the shit beat out of them, get a cheap price against the Commanders team that they can beat, mm -hmm. and. Uh, I don't know what what would you make that Rams Commanders right now. Commies coming. Commies are coming off of bye. Uh, Commies off of bye. Rams got to play two teams in a row off of bye late in the season, which sucks. Um, we'll, but we'll, uh, give, uh, we'll cut down on the home field. I still make that like a six. Yeah, that's a six. Yeah. Anything less than that, I'll probably be six and a half and look at. Good job, market. Fuck. Yeah.
Um, all right. Well, let's move on. I uh, I don't. I, I'm very very excited for that game. Um, I this very will be a good one of the early games. I'm I'm pumped to watch this one. Yep. Detroit Lions Linos against the Bears. 1 p.m. Sunday in a game that the market apparently is expecting to be beautiful, sunny conditions and no, no wind, no rain, nothing. Uh, what a difference 24 hours makes in terms of a weather forecast for the city of Chicago on Sunday. Uh, if you don't like the weather, just uh, you know, wait 10 minutes. Wow, That's what they say and everywhere. <clears throat> yeah, this, this weather was the weather was looking funny. So if you go look at the charts on this uh, total. It started, uh, it was a 44 on open, roughly. Yeah. Drops to 40. And it, it does a, it's like the, the math chart. Which which one is that? X equals. Uh, Asymptotic. Yeah. The limit does not I exist. I remember my calc. I didn't see what, sign, what symbol you made. Oh, uh, oh, it's hyperbolic. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. It, just, uh, it just dropped. Right in the middle, came right back up to kind of where it started. Once the weather report got squared away, uh, Lions in a bit of a spot of bother here, coming off some games where, hey, maybe the defense hasn't looked so hot, not so hot at all, and then you have what Chicago off the off the extra rest and Detroit on a back to back road road, coming in playing a divisional foe, probably a mm-hmm. coach that's. I don't know, like 80% fired. I think he could still save his season mm-hmm. if they look good down the stretch and Fields looks good and there's some buy-in, but it doesn't feel super strong that Eberflus is coaching this team again next year. It might be a fresh start. So uh, the motivation, I don't know how it exists for the, the Bears, but it, like we said, and I talked about, uh, again, I don't remember who said it. Tyser May is from the Athletic, but they said this is a team. You know, if they want to do what the Lions did, they got to start winning games. They got to understand how to win games late. Uh, wasn't pretty versus Minnesota, but mm. uh, you know they, they got yeah. it done there. It's a, it's not a great team offensively, but this team can play a little defense. And I was kind of wondering too if this did turn into the weather game we originally thought we were going to get. That would be a fun, like, strength-on-strength matchup. This has been a really good run defense for the last, what, eight weeks. And you have two really good running backs in the Lions. That would be kind of the unstoppable force, irresistible object Mm -hmm. matchup that would be fun. Now, maybe we'll get to see what what we can do if the Lions open it up in the air a little. Probably advantage Lions there. It's a good secondary, not great. And you have a kind of an all world in Amon Ra. They using JMO a little more. I like how f- that guy is maybe the fastest person north of Miami. Jesus, when he took yeah. off uh, that end zone run, that was something. So I don't know. Like, and yeah, the golf tiny hands thing. They throw that in the mix. What do you got here? So I advocated, we both did for taking this before it got down to the three on the Sunday pod. That was probably the move. Obviously, this market is moves strongly towards this three i think this is where we're sticking now i don't yeah. i don't know that the, there's enough bear support to push this past this yeah um just refreshing on my algebra two and uh the equation that does what you were showing is was 
parabola. Uh, yeah, and it's kind of like X, Y, yeah, Y equals X squared does that too. Um, but uh, that's not relevant for the Lions Bears handicap per se. Um, <clears throat> I think the Bears defense is still underrated by market to a degree. I think they match up well against the Lions offense in terms of concept, in terms of execution. Um, I think the Lions uh, missing Frank Ragnow matters a ton here. Um, I think the percent, you know, the the chances that they're going to be able to get a balanced attack or lean into their strength, which is the run, I think is low. Um, and I think the Bears secondary is playing significantly better. Like they get better every single week. They keep leaving pick sixes on the field, which is unfortunate for people who back them on the money line against the Lions last time they played. Um, but uh, it's it's a defense on the come up, and uh, I think they're getting the Lions at a decent time. Lions defense is an absolute atrocity. Uh, I don't know that you can really say anything positive about that unit and the way that they have regressed from, you know, the highs of late September, early October to what they are now. Uh, they can be had many different ways. I would expect the Bears try to have them on the ground. I would expect this is more of a, uh, you know, I, I don't know that they're going to be get a, a lot of a deep passing attack here out of Justin Fields. Maybe they do, um, but I would expect a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, QB designed runs and uh, and intermediate stuff here for um, the Bears. The Lions can't generate much of a pass rush. The Bears' offensive line is playing well. Uh, I think the Bears can absolutely win this game. Uh, I think the total is still probably an under, even at uh, with the weather being fine. Uh, it's still Soldier Field, which is a you know an actual turf field in the month of December after an enormous rainstorm comes through. So it's not like it's going to be an especially fast field. Um, that could slow down the Williams and Amon Ross St. Brown, but, uh, ultimately the kind of long-term implication of this game is this, this, I think this game decides the NFC North for the Lions one way or the other. If they win, it's very, very tough to work them out of the NFC North title. If they lose, uh, I mean, bat in the hatches, Green Bay is coming. Minnesota could steal. Even the Bears aren't eliminated yet. So they are, there are a lot of permutations where a Lions loss here has super, super meaningful ramifications in the NFC North market and in the Coach of the Year market where Man Campbell that's, is your current that's, favorite. That's the big one, too. If, if Campbell <clears throat> doesn't win the division, he's just not going to win that award. It opens doors to the Steikens, to the Ryans, to the McDaniels um, of the world for sure. and. Yeah, Minnesota and Green Bay both road favorites this week, too. So if you bottle this, I mean, there's a decent chance one of those teams is going to win and move a little closer to the Lafleurs. Yeah, Lafleur is not, you know, his name could be bandied around. If they relax and run the table, super, there is a super realistic and reasonable expectation that Green Bay is going to finish on a on N eight game win streak. Yeah, we joked about it, and I think I'm going to have to add to it because Drew asked. He's like, "Didn't you bet?" And I said, "I bet Green Bay in the summer, like small bets, <laughs> plus like, five, price, five to one, five yeah, to one." The price, the prices are worse. Like the in the summer, I'm like, I kind of want to double down. I might take some small bets on Green Bay to win the division, Green Bay to you know get into the playoffs again. One of those, maybe even some Green Bay NFC, just because I don't know. Love didn't seem phased by Kansas City. If he's suddenly just clicking, 
mm-hmm. and they are healthy, it's 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 an offense. Like you do need some offense to to hang with these teams. You're not just there's nobody out there. It's just gonna be like, all right, we're just gonna stop San Francisco. I think somebody somebody who beat San Francisco, a fully healthy San Francisco team in the playoffs, it's just a shot for shot drinking contest, man. And you gotta just like have the ball last kind of thing. That would be fun. Man, yeah. I would love a you know, like the old Ram the Rams Kansas City game, but in the playoffs. So Yeah, it'd be great. It's possible too. Niners defense isn't as good as their advertised. I'll just say that. Out. No, for sure. That's what I'm um, saying. Like, that's yeah. the path to beating them. Yeah. Just score 40 points. Carolina, New Orleans, you that's ready? Easy. Oh, boy. <clears throat> no, no clue. No clue how to rate either of these teams right now. I no opinion on this game. I got, I got a little, I got bet by an under and I might play another one, man. Because oh. right now it, it's looking like, and the only thing that's keeping me off this is famous Jameis, who's too much of a, you know, a variance wild card. He could be if he's throwing interceptions in the red zone, good for me. If he's throwing interceptions in his, you know, the shadow of his goalpost, very bad for me. So I'm probably veering away from this. Uh, it doesn't seem like Carr is going to be good to go for this one. Jason Hill's seem, missing practice too. Yeah, I mean, there, there's <clears throat> now that Thomas is out and Carr is out and. Like the, this team is just dust. Dennis Allen's probably a, another candidate for a firing this year. Panthers are working with an interim coaching staff. This is not a watchable game, is it? I don't think no, so. No, no, no. There's nothing good you can say at all whatsoever about the Carolina Panthers. There's no sugarcoating how miserable the season has been for them. I mean, it's uh, come and... down. The the price has come down a little. That's the funny thing too. Is there's been there's been some. You know, betting down. There's some places that were down to four and a half at certain times. Like, yeah, there's action on this game, but it's yeah. dead numbers, and it's 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 like, well, I'm betting against Jameis. Uh, people are betting against Jameis, and or they're betting on the Panthers' defense, which is continues to get healthier and is at least coached by someone who's not embroiled in a you know palace you know palace intrigue type of you know backstabbing uh, you know collective cuz the offensive assistance and the the second guessing of the development of Bryce Young every story that comes out I believe it and I'm like wow the, this was an absolute disaster of a franchise no wonder it ended this way uh, but speaking of disasters it's disaster on disaster because I don't know what happened to the Saints defense they have careened off the cliff like the Saints defense has nothing. They're offering nothing right now. Some of that is absence of Lattimore, well, Lattimore Shirley. Is huge, but, but it's been everything. What, pass what happened to the pass? Why, why can't they gone. stop the run anymore? Like they yeah. can't even. They can't even. They're not. They're barely even trying, or like they're barely even able to uh, like limit a first down obvious running situation to like under six yards. Like it's really, really strange how far that uh, run defense is falling i'm assuming that demario davis maybe hit his expiration point or whatever uh support he's getting in front of him and behind him is just people playing poorly because it's it's a hot mess of a defense right now so maybe the panthers offense starts to put something together who the hell knows um Rick says they're not even gonna make it to the octobox they'll show the control room he said yeah i'm <laughs> not, not super interested like yeah well, i mean what are your what are your options here your options are betting it under yeah um, praying that you know, the, the the insaneness of Jameis Winston doesn't bite yeah. you. Betting yeah. an over, praying Brainage, that yeah. Winston and a whole new staff of offensive coordinators over in the Panthers can get you home. A team that hasn't been able to do it on offense yet, despite, you know, against the Saints defense, it isn't any good, but it's a road game. You've lay po- Are we laying points with the Saints team? 
over a field goal? That doesn't feel good. And then at the same time, taking any amount of points with the Panthers is never fun because it's not a team you can trust. So <laughs> save your money yeah. for the next one. All right, Tampa, and Atlanta. Next one, I mean, not this one. This <laughs> next one, the next one. Uh, okay, there's yeah. a bet to be. There's a bet to be made here. I kind of like the Bucks, man. I kind of like the over. Yeah, I, I can. Uh, I can listen to something on that. AJ Terrell. He's not going to clear concussion protocol. He is definitely in concussion protocol. That doesn't seem super likely, and he matters a lot to yeah. a defense that has lost key pieces yes. over the past six, eight weeks. They this certainly defense have. Is, this defense was kind of looking like a decent defense. Um, but, yeah, See, I, yeah. I, I like I like the Bucks a lot in this, honestly, yeah. because of there, – there's – Akuda's not 100%. It, it could be – And he sucks, too. And yeah, there's that too, I guess. But there's there's a decent chance you have two good wide receivers against, you know, backup backups down in Atlanta. All right. The the handicap here is very straightforward and we can move on. Two hurt defenses. Dome. Yeah. Total under 40. Bet the over. Um who do you think gun to head who wins the South? I mean, right now it's just the, the Falcons have such an upper hand. If they lose this game, you like massive. the Bucks this week, you said. I know, but if and if, if it's it's still a coin toss. Saints game. are laying five. <clears throat> it could get it could get squarely, yes, but I I don't trust the Saints to go win that game. Um you're gonna have a three way tie at six and seven if the two outcomes that you think happen happen. Okay. So gun to head, who wins? <laughs> I, I still, I, I still think, think Atlanta. Has a tie, okay. I still, I still think Atlanta has okay. tiebreakers there. Okay, okay. Are you gonna play the Bucks? Yeah, okay. probably just straight up. <laughs> well, the, the, best, the best, the best price was the Jet, or the best price was plus two and a half. There was never a three that really showed. So, like, I was always gonna play the money line. So it'll, it'll be just Bucks straight up. This is. Yeah, this one's happening. I'm I'm taking the Buccaneers <laughs> on the road here. Right. Not not only that, but real real quick before we move off this one because I don't want to talk about it that much longer either. Yeah. Um, it, it is a decent front, this Buccaneers front, and with the McGarry injury, it's it's not like they're going to run. It's a good running team. This is going to start to hurt eventually. Um, there's uh, there's Storm Norton rumors, buddy. Oh, we might no. have some. We might have some Storm Norton sightings. Here. Oh no! So, yeah, oh, and then no. obviously, obviously, the Storm on the horizon. Oh Bucks god! Are super high in the in the teaser rankings this week. Yeah. Uh, how about Bucks in the uh, secret pod play rankings? Team total over nineteen. Bucks team total over. I don't hate that, but yeah, it might be Storm Norton this week. Yeah, two hurt defenses indoors. Total under forty. This looks like an over. Let's keep moving. Okay, Indy at Cincinnati. <clears throat> I played the Bengals. I don't feel great about it. It feels game state dependent, but I can't get over the fact that Jake Browning was able to operate an offense that was very, very live. And the rest of the players on that offense are healthy. Uh, the fact that you have now Higgins and Chase back and you can kind of work with your tight end over the middle is creating space for Mixon, apparently. Like, And the Colts defense is not a unit that I'm going to war with. No way. 
I think this is a decent uh, opportunity mm. for the Bengals to continue to play spoiler. I think they're going to play spoiler a bunch down the stretch here. They're playing a bunch of good teams, and I think you're going to get them as small dogs or medium dogs on the road every week, and they're going to be a pain in the ass. Um, I think the defense sucks in Cincy, but if you're matching up against a walking turnover in the form of Gardner Minshew, uh, are you going to get a couple extra possessions oh. here, a couple <clears throat> of short fields? Sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, so Bengals for me in this one, and uh, Just, this total got annihilated to the over as well. Banger, <clears throat> obviously a banger teaser leg with the the home dog here with a a lively offense and Minshew is just he's 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 doing it in in measured pieces. He's gonna have one of those games where he has like five turnovers. Those always come. He had the fumble last week. It it's it's not something he's like rid himself of yet. So for sure, like this one, um, Colts right tackle might be Dunzo Smith. He didn't mm. practice today. A rookie had to step in for them. They're kind of winning despite of Minshew. Um, I just have to say some notes they're very much winning corners despite back. Him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And Gerald points this out too. This is a fourth road game in five weeks for a Colts team who is well coached. Um, got a bit of a blessing here. They don't have to play Burrow, but like you said, it looks like Browning, uh, similar to Flacco, but obviously a way different situation because he doesn't have the resume, but they trusted him. They said, hey, you're, we're not going to give you just easy stuff. We're going to throw down the field. You're going to have to look guys open. You're going to have to make pre-snap reads. You're going to have to do stuff out there. And he seemed like the, the moment wasn't too big for him, and this is a home game against a bad defense. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like, and obviously I think that's why we're seeing some action to this over, but mm-hmm. you know what else helps that? Having an all-world wide receiver one, having a really, I mean, as far as wide receiver twos go, you can do a lot worse. And then even Boyd, and then <clears throat> I'd have to go look at the, you know, the the dispersion chart to their tight ends. It feels like they have like four tight ends they use. Yeah, like they Campbell, all look similarly, and they all have numbers Campbell, that are really Hudson, close. Uh, Tanner yeah. Hudson, Tanner They're, Hudson got a bunch of looks. Like, yeah, I think Irv Smith is on this. Trenton team. Trenton Irwin has the same build as a tight end. Yeah, yeah, they have, they have a bunch of. Yeah, he's not even listed as a tight end, but he's a tight end. So they have a bunch of uh, a bunch of guys they can use here. So it's yeah, it's kind of a fun so, team. To answer Sam's question, yes, bro is a system quarterback. He's also fragile. I uh, can't believe the Bengals gave him all that money. Uh, how is the Bengals punt protection group? Fair question. Hopefully they yeah. can avoid two blocked punts in this one. Did you um, see they fired their special, yeah, the special teams. teams coach? Yeah. Uh, I, I Here's one th- thought, though, generally. like, um, the, and I, Again, I kind of want the Bengals to win by margin here. Sure. And then it's not a strong, strong play, but um then go up against flores next week and yeah. browning gets blitzed 60 times yeah and and looks like shit we play minnesota yeah you, you we didn't cover monday night football because it hadn't happened yet uh we should give zach taylor some flowers yeah dude coached his ass off on monday now the two plays with the wide receiver throwbacks you can leave those on the cutting yeah, we, floor. Yeah, the trick plays. We can <laughs> yeah, leave those. We, can, we can leave those on the cutting floor. This is an uh, overtime versus uh, Oklahoma, guys. Yeah, basically every other decision he made in that game, I was like, this guy gets it. He knew Got his it. back was against the wall. He knew the stakes. He knew he was a dog. Every single thing was a check. Good on you. Like, I, like Zach Taylor, 
Well We've done. We've been trying to answer well this done. question for like three years, Drew. Is he any good? Or is it, did he, you know, did he, you know, find his way into, oh man, we got the best quarterback and oh, we drafted one of the best wide receivers. Mm. Oh, we have some mm -hmm. decent coordinators here. Zach Taylor's starting to grow on me. So. I'm just fascinated. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll, be teasing, I'll be teasing this one for sure. I'm just fascinated to see if one month of NFL action will turn Jake Browning from a guy you couldn't identify into an asset, which would be amazingly interesting. Like, what do they do? Are teams interested in Jake Browning? Like, that will be that will be fat, very, very, very interesting. Because um, guess what Jake Browning is working with, Andy? An elite set of skill position players. Yeah. Elite. And... I think they can make some noise. I think they're going to ruin some. They're, they're going to ruin some people's parties here on the way in. Keep moving. And I wouldn't. I have a small Colts to miss the playoff. Shoot, they might have ruined the Jags party with that win on Monday. Like that might have been the win that literally breaks the. Yeah, uh, the Jags. I mean the injuries were massive, but taking that L was you. You were a ten point favorite. Kind of had to have that one. Ready to move? Yeah, second half. Houston Jets. Oh, reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Our guy, uh, Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson, not sure <laughs> what was true, what was false, what was bullshit, what was hearsay, but super weird, super weird what we had going on in this one. And I guess he's back. And the, the, I don't know if they forced his hand. Like, we'll just cut all the other quarterbacks. You have to start. You're, you're Tim Boyle. He's out of here. You have, you're the starter now again. So I, 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 he's better. Like obviously, he's a couple points better than Boyle, but it's and it's not a great defense. Although we've seen Will Anderson really start to come around lately. So there's pieces on this defense. Stingley's good. Will Anderson's good. They have some good pieces. It's just not a good, you know, unit as a whole. <laughs> I hung a whiteboard up. <laughs> And those stickers didn't work good enough. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me. Um, yes, there's some, there's some big numbers in the Jets, it, and I want I want to point this out too. It was starting to come down yesterday. I think that there were some people that were just making the assumption it's going to be Wilson before it was announced. So anyone who grabbed the number on that, good job because it was always going to come down once he was announced. You guys got a good price. Um, and now it's probably where it should be. The Texans are still a good offense against a good defense. Strength on strength road game here. Kind of a, this one's looking like a little bit of a nasty weather game, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, we should ask, uh, I see Mill Hunter in the chat. We should ask him his opinion on, uh, on the great Zach Wilson uh, and the move. Um, but uh, I think this is pretty straightforward why the Jets are the side. Um, CJ Stroud is operating by an offensive line that has lost some valuable pieces. And he is operating in an offense that loses, has lost Tank Dell, and has a really, really serious problem generating anything on the ground. And now CJ Stroud has to take on his toughest defense face so far this season. In the wind. On the road, in the wind. And the howling Meadowlands. The howling Meadowlands. I mean, this is going to be as tough of a test as he faces all year, period. If he shows up in this game, I will forever bury any questions, sympathies, you know, s s sentiments that he is not the guy. Like, 
Like this is this is the test. Yeah. If he shows out in this game and deals with the pressure the Jets can bring and succeeds against that secondary, he's the guy. And the Zach Wilson Jets offensive side of the equation here probably doesn't matter that much. Like the Jets defense is good enough to keep the Texans in the teens, in my opinion. So a cover means you score a couple field goals and you get one touchdown drive against the Texans defense. That should be very doable. Despite your offensive line being an absolute joke, you still have Garrett Wilson. You still have Brees Hall. Like you're not completely like devoid of talent. young, young Mike Williams or Mike Williams, young Mike Evans. We're just like, yeah. Puts putting up with the putting up with the shit and playing on a team that's not yeah. any good and so, yeah. doing it every week. Confession here, from from me. You ready? Ooh. I have not bet the You're Jets the all fucker. season. <laughs> I have not bet the Jets all season. Not one time. I bet against them several times. Never bet on them once. I feel like I just had unders on them. Yeah, I've had some unders for sure. But I've never bet on this Jets offense. It's very possible this is my turn in the barrel. Right? Like, like you thought that the Jets was were gonna even be able to you know, that there are there's signs of life with this Texans defense. They, you know, they put a they put a uh, um a lid on Russell Wilson last week. He's not great, but he's certainly better than Zach Wilson. Yeah. I mean, there was they had some issues. Like, I I don't know. I, if you go back and look at that one, like, there was some weirdness that happened. Like, they probably should have scored at the end. There was that fumble where there was, like, eight Broncos around it, and they somehow didn't recover it. Like, the Broncos, I mean, the, the turnovers from Russ were rough, but Broncos didn't have much luck in that one either. So, yeah, I, still don't, I still don't rate this uh, Texans defense all that highly as a, as a you know, as a group. That's just a, it's just a tough swell, pill to swallow, man. To take the Jets, like making a bet based on the Jets' offense. Yeah, right. I feel like I made the bet in spite of them, but I'm gonna on Sunday. I mean, you got a good. If you possible. got a good number, you it's very number possible. I'm bad. I'm out there with the mea culpa, and the Jets' defense did their job, and the Texans still won by seven because the Jets couldn't get to ten points. Like that's possible. Yeah, this ending like seventeen to nine. It feels like. Hey, the Jets played their hearts <laughs> out, but it's just like Ooh. a long punt return. God, and, yeah. 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 Texans team total under. No, so 32 and a half is so fucking low. Oh, yeah. These team totals 17. are gonna be like what what are we implying? Like, like 17 to 14. Yeah, something? it's gonna be 17 and a half, 14 and a half. Probably is where we're at. Ugh. Yikes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well. Let's just hope Sauce Gardner can take one to the house. Uh, I don't know. I just don't think the absence Ooh, of Sauce Tankdale... versus Stingley underrated uh, storyline. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, the Texans defense for me right now is sorry. I'm trying to pull it up. Uh, I have them 18th in the NFL. It's not and, that bad. <clears throat> okay versus the run. Yeah. Just okay. Just okay. Um, they're not the Bears or anything, uh, but they can be beaten here. Yeah, it's funny too. Like we're gonna get to the end of the year, and like two of the 
like the two top defenses are going to be, you know, drafting first and second. This is going to be like Bears and Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ready? Seattle at oh. the Niners. <clears throat> so we said on Sunday, yeah. 12 and a half and 13 are probably a bit much. Yeah. Somebody took a big swing early because this dropped hard and it dropped, dropped quick. I don't know if it was a service release or somebody with a, somebody just sprayed the board and lit up the screen on this because it dropped from 12 and a half to 10 and a half pretty quickly. Um, it's probably more in line where it should be. I guess looking at my numbers on this one, I mean, I'm at 11. So yeah. um, probably fairish. But again, this is a this is still a divisional game. No matter how highly rated we have a team, you have Seattle off the Thursday night, so you get second. You get the uh, you get the extra rest. Extra rest but, for the Seahawks. Yeah, but it is back to back roadies, and it looks like it's their second of third. I think they actually play on the road next week too. Oof, yeah. So not a great. I mean, at, no, no, they was, host Philly. They host Philly, don't they? On Monday. Is it? Is it uh, they host them? I'm gonna have to double check that. I think it's in. I think it's in. It's in Seattle. Yeah. So they're they're heading to Seattle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So All real right, quick, so, the, so just so just the back to back then, which yeah. also back to back in Dallas in San Francisco, not yeah. fun. That was yeah. part of the handicap for th- like them when I bet them to miss the playoffs was. Oh, they'll probably just lose all these games. And they did surprise us against Dallas, though. We should talk about that. It was the I don't know, Gino Gino looked good. Gino cooked a little bit and they they were Yeah, he looked balls. healthy. It's kind of like it's kind of like yeah, I, I wondered about that too. It's like, was he just not all there? Uh, you know, hundred percent the you know, getting some pieces back in the offensive line was that thing because they weren't 100 healthy as a team. They're yeah. still missing KW three. Uh, Charbonnet got hurt uh, during that game. I don't have a full status on that. Sound like he, both he, running backs kind of worked off on the side. Yeah, they worked off on the side or something today. Both oh, of them. Did they? I think. Okay, that's not. But bad. just like, just like, you know, playing yeah. Uno or something. I think in going <laughs> to practice. They were playing uh, Hearts over there. Okay, well the um. Seahawk, gin rummy, some gin rummy on the side. Uh, the Seahawks, if not now, if you're not going to be competitive in this game against the Niners, then pack it up because it's not happening. Pack, pack, pack it pack, up. Pack it up. You get extra rest. They are coming off of their in-season Super Bowl. They are having a full week of uh, a full week of the uh, media, media industrial NFL media industrial complex complex blowing them and i think this is a huge number to cover when all they need is a win yeah what what would you excuse me a little froggy this week i got it too man i am i am like the constant cold that will not quit and it is yeah my my immune system is essentially the fucking panthers this year i've never gotten sick every time Um, it sucks if I were to pick a tribe called Quest song for the Niners week, it would be award tour. Award tour. I've had that in my head all day. Yeah, on the award, award tour, tour with Mom and my man. But yeah, they 
for sure just yeah getting their flowers everyone's yeah. loving them the articles be written about the greatness of this team and to be fair they're not wrong when this team is 100 percent healthy i do not know how you defend them this is a, a well-coached team but it's still a young secondary in a lot of places and i i get you know i get taking a big number i don't think there's some realistic chance other than you know, multiple injuries to the Niners. It's a home game with the best team in the league. This is a this is a fucking truck on offense. Yeah. It's the same. It's it's what I said for Detroit, for you know the Rams, for the Packers. Anybody who makes it into the playoffs, if you want to hang with the Niners, you have to have a game plan to be north of thirty. Now, yep. The Seahawks did that last week. Granted, you know it. Uh, not the same team. Right. This is a secondary you can beat, though. This is for sure some corners that are attackable. You have good receivers. So I guess I'm kind of wondering if this is like Custer's last stand for Seattle. Sure. They, throw, they throw the kitchen sink at them. This total should probably be like 48. Yeah. If this wasn't a super-duper high-leverage important game for Seattle, I would be very worried about them because if Walker and Zach are no-go, and you're gonna do your standard Pete Carroll dipshit running attack with the DJ Dallas, you are in deep trouble against this Niners defense. I am sorry. Like this needs to be. We are going, we have a healthy offensive line at long fucking last. Let's max protect Geno Smith, let him get comfortable, let him get in rhythm, let him deal, and then you got a chance. Like the Seahawks, look, if if they protect well and they're aggressive offensively in this game, like they could win. Like, I don't think it's that crazy at all, even though we just saw two weeks ago a non compete <laughs> against yeah. Seattle at home. But the pass protection was useless in that game. <clears throat> I don't even remember how many times did Gino get pressured in that game? 50, it felt like. Uh, it was not a competitive game and it got away from them relatively quickly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, I hope they're aggressive. I hope it's competitive. Uh, it would be chaotic as shit in the uh, <clears throat> awards markets if the Niners took a loss after everybody's been glossing them all week. Yeah. I, I Leaning over, I haven't played it yet. Something I'm looking at. Mickey Hill says he doesn't know if he's ever had a team north of 10 in the power ratings. Everyone's is a little different. so. But, I mean, yeah, I'm... I, I just I'm at like nine point seven seven. This breaks. We have a John John L. Lee Amphitheater. Stags. Um, Hundreds of fans. There was a nearby protest. Which, which so there was spillover into the amphitheater. We're Hartford. We talk. You know, there's 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 a couple different teams. And then yeah, that, that's I mean, this is the hope for these people with twelve and a half, thirteens. This is backdoor cover because it's a team that was slinging it, and these are corners. They can be beat. So yeah. I'm God, I might be talking myself into this over. All right, yeah, let's, that, head to the, let's head to the desert where I they're dig, opening the beautiful Durango. I dig it. Hey, have you seen what what's your opinion of that? It looks cool. I'm gonna check it out, obviously. So it's nowhere near the it's it's a you know, it's a red it's rock like, soft shoe. It's like in it's like it, in Gulf Shadow Creek Golf Country, yeah, Summerlin. It's, West it, like, Summerlin? If you're, so if you're at the airport, you know where the yeah. strip is from the airport, it's like west. So it's it's Fairfield. It's not, it's not forever. Fairfield. Yeah, it's like twenty minutes from the Bellagio, kind of deal. I think you can 15? get from strip to the strip to Durango, probably twenty minute over. But okay. it looks like it's worth checking out. Sportsbook look cool. So, 
Uh, I did check with my guy. Uh, what's his name? Mark. You know the guy who just does Vegas reporting? Yeah, sure. Mark Mark uh, Metz? Melts? Melts? It's like Melts. Melts. Yeah, I um, think so. I asked because nobody has. Uh, do you remember Pygau Tiles? Nobody has yes, that I anymore. Do. I had to ask him. He didn't. They said no tiles. Yeah, Melts Vegas. Yeah, Melts Vegas. Love his reporting. Just because. Yes. What a what a job. I think he just drives around and eats at Vegas places yeah, and writes articles about Vegas. I just I I liked how light it was. <clears throat> like it really has a very light vibe to it, which is very different because casinos are notoriously quite dark. Um, yeah, and, the the uh, off strip yeah. stuff some is a little more like that. Get to the yeah. cannery, guys. Okay. All right. Speaking of Vegas, Minnesota heads off the bye. They announced today it will be Josh Dobbs at the helm as a signal caller. I don't know if he has possibly some sort of leash attached to him. Um, it's not great options behind him, but we saw a little bit of Josh Dobbs pumpkining. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a Raiders team who is, I mean, obviously dead for the division, but I guess five and seven isn't dead, dead, dead. Like this is kind of the nail in the coffin. If you lose this and have eight losses, you're not looking in great shape. And so they can't be, you know, putting up the white flag yet. They're putting up the pirate flag, baby. Um, AOC, your take he stinks yeah it's a it's a waste of a really good running back and a really good wide receiver in this offense this year this team has been through some shit obviously we had that huge maybe one of the greatest dead cat bounces um top yeah, five dead incredible cat, wins yeah top five dead cat bounces um, of the last like five years, two of them have been with the Raiders. Raiders. The number yeah. one was the Raiders with under yeah. with Rick Bisaccia, Focaccia. Focaccia was amazing. For, uh, yeah. In uh, but man cannot live on bread alone. They went to uh, they went to Josh McDaniels. Didn't work out, and here we are with the five and seven Raiders. I don't have a ton to say on this. The Vikings were released um, by a group earlier in the week, and not strong enough to push past the three. It's still a road game. It's still a middling team, but Justin Jefferson is in. How big of a difference does that make? I think you can make the same argument that we made for Josh Browning. Jake Browning, Josh Browning, Josh Dobbs. Jake Browning, Josh Dobbs. Jake Browning, Josh Dobbs. That, you know, having a guy who can separate, who can route run like he does, just an absolute, maybe the best receiver in the league when he's out there, maybe outside of Tyreek is uh that's probably a big boon to uh what we get from Josh Dobbs. That said, if you think if that's uh, the theory, why isn't it working with uh Devontae Adams? Yeah, I mean if he's smart enough to be considered for uh to be an astronaut, I would expect two weeks of learning the plays would open up the offense a little bit. The problem is learning the plays was never like obviously the issue he's maybe better out of structure anyway his arm is just not very good he's got accuracy issues uh and he you know he's he's got the best protection in the game he's got some of the best weapons in the game he's thrown to uh and if not if not against this raiders team then i guess not at all this season for Josh Dobbs so i would like him to have some more success i like Kevin O'Connell as a coach i don't want you know i like Brian, Brian Flores as a coordinator um Vikings should win here, but I really don't have any interest in laying points with them on the road with Josh Dobbs. 
My my numbers would have me betting the Raiders, which doesn't mm-hmm. sound exciting mm. at all. But I'm just excited to recap this on <clears throat> both both teams have to buy, so Vikings yeah. buy gets neutered. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm 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 just excited to recap this on Sunday after three or four more Dobbs turnovers and we can just bury the astronaut. Uh, it's it's as, funny uh, that there are yeah. like strong opinions on this game. I guess I'll, I'll have to. Go I really to, could not. I I'll really go listen to Pozzola. I'm I'm going to talk. Well, I'll I'll be on the I'll be on the watch along for the first quarter tomorrow. Oh to yeah, get the deet, get the deets. Uh, I'd, love to, I'd love to hear what his uh his strong opinion on the Vegas Raiders. I right have here. I have so little read on this team. Although I will tell you, <clears throat> uh, last or like since week like eight. <laughs> I don't really know why or what is going on here, but Flores uh, off the bye though. Oof. Last, uh, would you believe the last over the last eight weeks or since week eight, the Raiders' defense is top six in EPA per play? How does that score? Does that check out to you? Is it schedule related? Because I, I just happen so, to have that I mean, open as I was cruising through some stuff. I, I have the last two teams that played excluding, for the Dolphins and Chiefs, dude. I make I'm excluding turnovers. Okay, uh, and I'm looking last, at uh, the last two offenses they played were the Dolphins and the Chiefs. So, granted, the it's two the before that one defense mostly that's booing, the two know. before that were the Giants and Jets. Which I'd say, if you take those four teams, that probably averages out to four average teams. So there's probably something there. <clears throat> interesting, interesting. I did not expect the Raiders were going to bounce back as a defensive team. That's for sure. Uh, Antonio Pierce. Doing some things with that unit, maybe. Hmm. I am. I'm, I'm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to make of them. Uh, going back to week six, they are a top ten defense in EPA per play when you remove turnovers. That's wild. I did not I have wanna, the. I kind of want to Yeah. I did not have <laughs> the uh, the respect I potentially needed for this uh, defense. Maybe. Um, is it all Max Crosby disruptive plays that's driving that? Couple of turnovers, couple of picks, secondary playing better. Like it's some of the most of this is is actually pass defense in the last eight weeks. Their pass defense is equivalent to the likes of the, you know, the the some of the other good ones. <laughs> better than the Steelers, better than the Niners in EPA per play. Better than better than the Eagles by a lot. Better than the but in, yeah, this is uh, interesting. I, I'm going to dig into this. I didn't really intend to look at this game at all. Looks, yeah, no, I'm just kind of looking at it. It looks like they're getting good coverage from their linebackers, and <clears throat> you're seeing other people contribute up front with the pass rush. The rush defense has just been good across the board from the front seven. Hmm. I mean, these are names. It's just like, uh, you know, the Jerry Malcolm. Tillery, like you're, you're getting, yeah. you're getting. It's not like he's out there; it's rotational up uh, across the front. But like you're getting something out of Jerry Tillery. You're getting Malcolm Kuntz, Robert finally, Spillane, yeah, Divine is, Diablo. Again, is a, he's just a rotational uh, edge rusher, but you're getting something out of him. Uh, Trevon Mooring, the safety you drafted a couple years ago or this year. I feel like he's young. How is uh, how is there a middle linebacker named Divine D- 
Diablo. Oh, Diablo. Did you know that? Diablo, yes. Because is I he bet, good? Yeah, well, he's a he's a tackling. He wears number machine. five, and he's a middle linebacker. He, he doesn't grade out all that well a lot, but he does get a lot of tackles. We uh, hmm. I just know we, we bet on him a little for uh, uh, Noonan. Noonan's four for tackle four. Props. Noonan's guess. Okay, cool. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. You're just seeing... You're seeing better coverage with the linebackers, more people contributing up front, and decent tackling. Interesting. I wonder what's up with this. Uh, all right. Well, maybe the Raiders' defense is good. Surprise. Uh, Denver, LA. <clears throat> Denver's defense is grading better than the Raiders. Uh, they are a – oh, I'm sorry. They're 14th in EPA per play over the last eight weeks. Their pass defense is better. Their run defense is not. Um, they are taking on a Chargers team that has no weapons, a hurt Keenan Allen, uh, no scheme wrinkles that get you going. Uh, I think this is a coaching mismatch in favor of Denver pretty substantially. That's reason enough to consider the Broncos here. This came off a three. Somebody <clears throat> bet the Broncos. Uh, I think that might have been a number grab, but I also get it kind of i just don't really feel like getting involved with russell wilson again anytime soon after him not getting that cover home last week that's stung um i don't know man what's your yeah i I hated that i i would lean broncos here i'm probably if it if it lands at two and a half obviously gonna tease it in quite a few but it it would be broncos money line or nothing for me here can you explain the chargers market rating as current as currently stands i mean yeah, it's it's too high. Like I'm obviously not there if I because I want to back the Broncos here. But again, if you have a defense that can take away Keenan Allen, it's a team that is running the ball like shit right now. They're not going to have more success against this defense. It's a team that has become a little one dimensional in the you know who they're going to try to target. I know they're getting a little more to QJ and some of the other guys, and yeah, Palmer has a chance to play, but um, man, it's it's just not been a good offense and yeah, they probably could have scored a little more last week. Like six isn't indicative of how bad it is, but this is even at home. Like this is going to be an orange crowd. There's no home games, back to back road games. You could do a lot worse than the traveling to SoFi. So Broncos. Yeah. I, I make this closer to a pick them. I'd back the Broncos. I'll see if I have the stones mm-hmm. to do it, but for sure I'll be teasing this. I dig this. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I haven't played that game yet, but uh, now I got to. I'm give not. Some I'm not stuff. excited to it after last week because um, I, the Broncos deserved a better fate and just couldn't get there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get to the main event here: Buffalo at KC. So I had to do a little driving today. Yeah, and I listened to an athletic pod. Uh huh. I don't remember which one. There's just. These podcasts that have like a, a daily podcast, but then it's like different hosts every day. Yes, drives you bananas. They, well, they, they, it doesn't. I don't hate it, but it confuses me. Yes, it's like am I listening to a recent one or am I accidentally listening to something old? Either way, it might have been something old. But they had a they do the one where they have some beat reporters on, and they had the Bills guy. And the, that this was Bills, this week. Yeah, yeah this Bills keeper in the beats. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's the one. And legitimately, this. This Bills reporter, 
he said he asked Josh Allen, like, if he was even having fun anymore. So it doesn't look that way. It doesn't look like the guy who wants to go out there. And he said, he phrased it weird. He, he says, he says, can I swear on this pod? Said, yeah, yeah. He says, hey, I asked Josh, he's like, why don't you look like the guy who wants to go out there and shove it up everyone's ass every week? Like, <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't love that. Um, I know I was it's like, you, you, you ever you ever do that when you're driving? And yeah. you talk, I talk hey, Josh, why don't you want to skull fuck guys anymore? What the I, hell's I, going I, on, man? I, t- I talk to myself a lot when I drive. Like, Buddy, what'd you just say? Huh? Either, either, either way, but, up, no, up but the ass? to okay. be fair to that reporter, right. it, ch- it checks out. <laughs> and, and a part of it was, I, I do think, and I agreed with him here, it feels like they were running him less. I'm trying to be more risk averse with him, and it made him it made him a worse quarterback. Yeah, of course, yeah, for sure. So for I, sure. I don't think we're seeing some like wholesale changes with the Joe Brady takeover at OC, but mm-hmm. they're gonna have to do that. They're gonna have to do the stuff that works. He is gonna run yeah. more. I, I liked. I might take his rushing prop in this game because I sure <laughs> shit, ain't gonna take his side. All right. Well, I'm expecting uh, good old uh, poundy in the ass Josh Allen to show up on uh, Sunday. I think this is Bills. I think this is Bills money line. I think this is Bills alts. They uh, owe you because they should have beat the fucking Eagles. They should have beat the Eagles. They owe you they some should've. money, Drew. <laughs> they do. They do. You they should have. Um, although I look, my number, my my, if if you said all you can have this season in terms of results for NFL betting are the bets you've made on Bills games. No problem. Like it has been a beautiful season of kind of picking the right spots, fading them when the defense was super hurt. And I think you back them now because the offense is super healthy and the defense has had time to get coached up to get, you know, kind of, um, you know, everybody now knows what their role responsibility is, which absolutely matters. Like there's definitely signs that the defense is playing better uh, in the last handful of weeks. Um, like it's just, just a general ramp up uh, the, the bye week should give the secondary a ton of time uh, to get right. A uh, number of those guys were dealing with injuries and playing through it and playing poorly. Uh, they should be 100% here. So um, I would expect that the Bills' defense looks fine here. I'm very worried about the Chiefs' offense. I don't think a week fixes what's going on there. Uh, the wide receiver situation, like we were talking about it in the context of they really need a wide receiver one. They got a wide receiver two doing the wide receiver one role. It's more like the wide receiver three or four doing a wide receiver one role. Like the targets to Sky Moore are atrocious. Uh, the MBS stuff yeah, those, is those can just brutal. MBS can create separation, but he can't catch. Uh, and uh, ultimately the, uh, the Travis Kelsey is worth Charlie watching. Wilson. Like I trying not to be reactionary because they lost last week when it was a relatively close game. And there was a couple coin flippy things that ultimately decided it. But Travis Kelsey's not, the game-breaking guy that I remember, uh, even though his like EPA and the stats are fine this year, like they're kind of on track for a normal Kelsey year. It just doesn't feel as dynamic. Uh, and yeah, don't don't understand why they don't use Rice. Rice I don't know. Maybe good. yeah, maybe I think Rice is good too. It may just be that he can't do all the things they need him to do to be wide receiver one. Uh, and maybe he's not quite good enough to be wide. Receiver. Maybe he would be the world's best wide receiver too if he had M- Mike Evans on this team or something. Um, so it's it's tough for me to really trust KC's offense to be fixed at all. I don't know that the good plays, not the good plays matters. Uh, presumably they would have pulled them out in the second half against the Packers and none of that stuff all looked felt all that creative. And, uh, you know, there's a been, there's been a lot of desperation 
moments from Pat Mahomes this year. <clears throat> Pat Mahomes weirdly not running as much last week was weird. Was was tough to wrap my brain around. Um, and <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think Bill's offense matches up well against the Chiefs defense that is sl- like a massive amount of slippage in that unit. Like, boy, oh boy, did they peak too early. Like this Bill, this Chiefs defense is not the same unit that was uh, just throttling passing offenses earlier this season at all. Like the Bills can absolutely have their way with these guys. Uh, I don't know if it's entirely health and you know and, and uh, uh, you know absence of key players there, or if like people have just kind of figured out through enough tape that you can attack Ladarius Sneed because he's too aggressive or what. But this pass defense for the Chiefs is not the same unit we saw, and their run defense has never been good this year. But Maybe people understand it that better when to you know to to press the run button and the pass that's a, button. That's a good them. point too. We, we've seen if there's anything we've seen from Brady, it's been maybe using the run game a little better than what we saw from the you know the previous sure. OC. So that, that's why that's why I do wonder about this over. I know some people are going to want to play this over. We've seen this tick up a titch. I think there are some 47 and a halfs in the market. It's up to 48 and a half. Mm-hmm. I get it, but I do think the Bills kind of do some ball control stuff. They should be able to run the ball against this team. Uh, they're getting some depth back. Dane Jackson practiced. Who's the other one? They had a couple players. Um, couple players that you talked about like depth. Bills secondary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Taylor yeah. Rapp. The safety, yeah. he's out there again. It's yeah, Teron Johnson's healthy. Rasul Douglas is playing CB1 level quality it's, it's, of so far. Yeah, it's, it's po- Poyer guys, and Hyde are healthy right now. Yeah, these are these are guys that are gonna play so you don't have to play Demar Hamlin. <laughs> like, yeah, right. So, really, it's, just it's this, this unit, pieces. the linebackers that are out there every snap, like Dodson and Bernard, <clears> like those <throat> guys have improved over the over the stretch where they could do nothing to now they actually are like bona fide replacement level players. Yeah, and the, the, uh, like you said the Rasul Douglas trade is turning out alright. Two boy to see playing. Yeah, well. He just needed he is to change really playing January, well. apparently. Yeah, he is playing super well. So, I think the Bills can win on both offense and defense in this game and I think they can win this game by margin. You know what I might um, do? What's that? I might tease the Bills. <laughs> you definitely should. I don't mind that at all. I, I um, totally don't care. This is starting to feel more, and I could eat these words. Off, but I'm, I'm fine eating these words, actually. This, this, this has all of the whiffs of uh, Mahomes' offseason. Just he's having a down year, and it's not his fault. It's the way they freaking rostered this team, and probably the way they, you know, they bringing in Matt Nagy. Still feeling great about bringing Matt Nagy back. Mm-hmm. Like, like, did you learn nothing from Belichick? about when player when coaches leave and fail like there's no point in bringing them back into the fold elevate the young hungry guys yeah get, get, bring bring elevate a guy who's spending 10 you know 10 hours after hours grinding film coming up with concepts as the quality control the next mike mcdaniel the next you know the next uh uh sean mcveigh like find that guy in your building and elevate him don't bring matt Nagy back like he's doing nothing yeah so, a lot of it is the receivers but Nagy's not blameless no I, it's just there's so much reliance on isaiah pacheco uh, what are we doing why are we doing it like uh, 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 yuck Yuck, yuck, yuck. This Chiefs offense is yuck. And the Bills are probably... Well, that's, that's something the kids are saying now. That's an ick. It's an ick. It's an ick. My daughter says, oh, that's, that's an ick. That's an ick. That's an ick. Uh, the Bills 
I am my opinion, at least if their defense continues to stay healthy and get better, uh, if the pass rush emerges at some point, um, if a Bills they, the playoff the, ticket. I, I mean, like, I don't know that they're going to make you the playoffs. Bet five to one right now. I, yeah, it, it's, I, a, it's tough because they literally ever so yeah. I think five of their six losses are in the AFC. Their yeah. tiebreakers are atrocious. all terrible. They're all terrible. Like, they're going yes. to have to probably, yeah, they're probably going to have to win 11 games. Like they're, they're probably just, they got to win out. All they got to win out. Yeah. But here, here's the weird thing about that. People are acting like they have the world's hardest schedule ever. They can, remaining. If, if they get this done, they, they can, can beat, they can win this game this week. They can beat the Cowboys next week. Are you fucking kidding me? What's the, what's the last good team? The Cowboys beat. And we'll get to the Eagles in a second. And I'm going to qualify that. I don't think the Eagles are a very good team, uh, but the Cowboys are beatable next week. Then you get the chargers and the Patriots. Anything the Chargers and Patriots doing right now scaring you for the Bills? Even, Not even me. ten and seven, five and one finish could get you. Dude, in the playoffs. you're going to be ten and six going at Miami week eighteen. I think that's your primetime game, and I think that decides who gets the four seed and who is a wild card. That is my official prediction on how this plays out. Week eighteen, primetime game, Bills. Bills may be playing for their lives. Bills may be win I, I think and they Miami get the four. Sewn up at that point, but. The Bills I'm, are playing, but the Bills are still playing for a, who's, a wild card spot. Who's uh, who's Miami beating between uh, Dallas and Baltimore? And how confident do you feel about that? I just like them against Baltimore at Balto. Yeah. Oh, we disagree. Okay. Mm. You're betting him. You're betting against Baltimore this week with a much inferior offense. Yeah, I'm getting seven points. I know. I, I'm I'm not saying I'm laying, and I'm saying <laughs> I think they can win. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. I so I'm worried about the we, we, we're off. We're so off tangent here, but I'm the Dolphins attrition defensively. Like, yeah, they brought they got Ramsey back. Yeah, their numbers look fucking amazing. They played some really bad quarterbacks, and they've had some suspect in, like some kind of big injuries that are flying under the radar right now. I, I, Phillips, they, they did the the linebacker. I mean, that linebacker's had so many snaps. When you lose a guy of they're kicking the tires on some absolute absolute ass at linebacker, which I don't like. <laughs> I don't like that. They're getting a guy who is a walking fifteen yard penalty. <laughs> um, the depth and again, grain of salt because it was Washington, but the guys who filled in did a really good job. Um, and I think it's, I think it's just a well coached defense. Okay. So okay. All right. Um, all right. So. Bills, like Bills, I think I like the the Bills win this game, and I, my my official prediction is the Bills will win up to Week 18. At which point, Bills Dolphins is your primetime game, and it decides the winner of the AFC East. And the loser, if it's the Dolphins, gets a wild card. If it's the Bills, question mark. Bills can win all five and not get the playoffs. There are plenty of conceivable combinations. I have done them all. <laughs> there are lots and lots of ways that the Bills win five games and do not get into the playoffs. And that would be sad because as at full strength, this Bills team is the best team in the NFC right now, in my opinion. I just, but it may be I'm too late. Really, I'm really looking also, at Sean it. McDermott is still a dunce. The, yeah, the Bills would have to win out because then they'd also would be four and two in division. Because then Miami Miami beats the Jets, and then if the Bills beat them that week, then they'd both be four and two in the division, and then you would go to win loss tied percentage in common games, and then who knows? Because it it would be 
the only feasible way this is Bills like, beating the Chiefs and Chiefs <clears throat> beating the Dolphins helps the Bills. That might be the only common game where they don't have a split, right? Yeah, the rest would be divisional stuff. And then I don't know. I'm not going to break down to common games live on the podcast. We'll figure it out when we get there. Okay. But, um, Whatever. All right. Philly, Dallas. Um, I'm, I'm pretty okay with both of these numbers. These are mm-hmm. incredibly on market for me. This is where we should be. The Cowboys are a slightly better team right now as rostered. They are highly volatile because we don't know if they can actually play and beat teams that aren't just donkey shit. That said, this secondary and what it can give up should be just very enticing for what the Dallas Cowboys do on offense. Maybe don't run the ball at all. <laughs> just, maybe uh, Pollard and Rico were uh, healthy scratches this week. Not even going to use them in pass protection. We just got another guy. We got a tight end back in, back there to chip. Doesn't matter. I think you should throw the ball a lot in this game if you're Dallas, and I think that'll be highly successful for you out in space against the secondary. Numbers still probably about right for me because it's still a, an Eagles team that is it's a divisional game. They're coming off an ass whooping. It's just back to back for them too now. <clears throat> Eagles were home last week. Eagles. Oh, I got no. It was Dallas, Dallas off extra rest. That's the Dallas is extra caveat. Rest, yeah. So Dallas extra rest. Eagles off an ass whooping is what I wrote. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, I'm yeah, kind of mad I didn't get Cowboys at three. Buffalo lost to Denver. Denver. That that's a bad one too, as far as tiebreakers. Yeah. The uh, the the Bills would win common head to head if they beat the Cowboys. Cowboys beat the you know, Cowboys would. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. Forget about it. Um, it's all it's all still so convoluted. Yeah, uh, we have no clue what's going to happen. The Bills um, probably just lose out. It <laughs> they probably just well, one more loss and the Bills are officially. Oh, sticking they, they they win this yeah. and then lose the next five. That <laughs> could be. That very well could be. Uh, I think the Cowboys. I look. I did the matchbook show today. I had my numbers in front of me i said this is eagles or pass like getting like it's very hard to get to three and a half it's a lot of points <clears> for a good team I, i'll be i'll be damned if i can find a way into this game for the eagles like seriously what's the way in for the eagles i try i, I couldn't say it because i didn't have it i was like i was like i just I, I i my numbers say eagles are pass i'm gonna pass i don't know why i blabbered a bunch and the more I've thought about it today, the more I'm like, ah, what is the Eagles' way into this game? Like they are kind of, they're kind of fucked. Uh, maybe the Dallas defense isn't as good as we think, and the Eagles can score enough through the air that they put scoreboard pressure on the Cowboys in this one. But the Eagles aren't running the ball well at all. Their defense right now stinks out loud. They're at a rest disadvantage. Like th- this is a huge motivational spot for the Cowboys. Like. I, I I honestly don't know what gets the Eagles into this game. <clears throat> yeah, I would. I mean, what's the Cowboys team total implied here? We're looking at 28-24? Yep. I, I don't know how the Cowboys don't get to 28. If, yeah, if there's same. a team total that's – if it's 27.5 minus 120 or better, I think that's a banger. Like, no matter what happens with the Eagles – I think the Cowboys get theirs. I think the Cowboys get theirs early. Um, 
the, the, there is path. Yeah. There's for sure paths to the Eagles winning. It, they would have to have one of those banger second halves like they've had. You know, the think of the Bills game where they were just perfect, where it was Sirianni and um, why can't I think of their OC right now because they switched. Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. They put together a really good game plan. They make really good adjustments. The offense is punting one or fewer times in the second half. Has to be has to be just a perfect second half like they've been able to throw together. They play ball control. The defense gets a couple stops, and they're able to make this uh, a pretty good game. Otherwise, it's going to be really hard to it's going to be really really hard to stop Ceedee Lamb. Yeah, there's it's no hard answer. to stop all these all these roster. tight ends. There's no there's no answer on that roster for what the Cowboys are doing right now offensively. Yeah, the Cowboys both, both, are, if not again, all all the all the all the tight ends everyone yeah uh though eagles defense right now is as weak as it's ever been where the cowboys are the most effective at hitting you the cowboys defense pass rush against the sitting duck and jalen hurts sounds pretty good to me even though you have an amazing pass pro um eagles offensive line is getting nothing going in the running game right now for whatever reason uh, not that you could ever really run that well against the Cowboys anyway, but um, I uh, I think there is a chance the Cowboys defense is a hair overrated. I think they're a top ten unit. Clearly, they're probably top five. Um, but the uh, the Eagles are in trouble right now, in my opinion. And when by the time we get to the playoffs, if they have a buy, because the one seed's still very attainable, then maybe none of this uh, matters. Jalen Hurts is healthy. Maybe none of this matters. Um, they got two games against the Giants and a game against the Cardinals, which should all be relative layups. They could probably rest Hurts the final week of the season and the bye if they have it. Um, and uh, they're still going to be monster favorites at home in the playoffs because the link is the is a very tough place to play. But so I'm not saying the Eagles season is over. I just I don't know that they're beating another elite team in the regular season as currently as currently constituted. Yeah. LA <clears throat> proved what week are we on? Week 14. I'm out in the wrong week here on my app. Um, and then t- just wanted to mention I guess here's wait, real real quick, one uh, one last thing, and then I'll, I, I I'm curious your thoughts. The there was a lot of kind of uh what do you call it like autopsy. There was a lot of figuring out what happened with the Eagles last week. A lot of autopsying. <laughs> autopsying? That's not a verb I know, but um there was a lot of uh, just reckoning, accounting, trying to figure out what happened. And most of it was focused on Eagles offense, and that's fine. Like, you sh- the Eagles offense should have done better against that Niners defense, no question about it. And if they score touchdowns instead of field goals early on, it maybe is a very different game. Like, that's entirely possible. What's the score if if Mariota starts? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just I'm not doing that. Uh, what was their score last week? Forty-two to 19, 17, 19? 19. Uh, 40 I'll go. I'll go forty-two to thirteen. Um, the uh, the, but the issue is re- really just like the Eagles' defense gave you a quarter of pass rush. It worked. Then they ran out of gas, and then no one on that side of the ball had any anything at all. Right. They were just done. They were dead. They were exhausted. They've been playing hard week in, week out against teams with extra rest and elite offenses for going on five, six weeks now. 
And it's, you know, the wear and tear of that stretch has beaten these guys to a bloody pulp. And I don't think six, you know, I don't think seven days fixes that. And I don't think going on the road fixes that. I don't think going up against the Cowboys offense fixes that. So I think this Eagles defense is in deep trouble in this game. And they'll be right by the playoffs. Maybe, maybe they'll even learn from some of these losses and have better game plans in the playoffs. They might be the team to bet in the playoffs against in rematches against the Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers because of these late season lopsided results. It's possible. But uh, I've kind of completely turned heel on this game. Is it and coincidence? I think this is Cowboys minus this three and a half. Coincidence this this Eagles defense has kind of flopped and floundered at the exact same time as the Georgia Bulldogs. Great Losing question. in the SEC title game, being left out of the playoffs. The Georgia voodoo is over. Oh, the, it's like it's like how twins can sense each other's pain because mm-hmm. they're made up of so many Bulldogs. Mm. Yeah, it, I post-morteming. Thank you, Chris. I really, I really, really would struggle to... This is one of those ones where I think maybe we're overthinking it and you're doing the, we're doing the fake sharp thing where it's like, oh, it's a division game and you're getting the hook. You got to take the three and a half. Yeah, that was kind of worth it. It's like, like, and and at the end of the day, isn't everything we're saying, saying we should be taking the Cowboys minus seven? It's a a second straight week of being in a bad situational spot against a team with an offense that has the weapons to beat you. Yeah, I'm I'm just going to play the Cowboys team total over it. That's a bet. That's a 27 and a half at any reasonable juice under under 1.833. We'll go to, uh, we'll go uh, your, oh, I <laughs> good. Just, uh, yeah, good to good to 1.833. Yeah, good to 1.833. Good to 1.833. Don't pay 1.8. 1.832. Uh-uh. 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 And if I can find um, it 1.87. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh final thoughts on Cowboys potentially running the Eagles down. In the division, oh, I, I need I, help. I had a question they for need you. Help. So somebody yeah. said this. Said I'm rooting for the Eagles for the Purdy MVP. You should not be. I feel, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I, I wonder if that should be. I wonder if you're actually. No, you want no, you, because if the Eagles win, even if it's not a huge hurt stay, if they can continue to win these games, if they win three out of four of their tough games, and they finish this season like fifteen and two. I think that's bad for Purdy MVP. I don't think there's a good outcome for you here for the Purdy MVP. Either Hertz gets elevated or Dak gets elevated. This I mean, is a, an it's eight, kind an of a damn if, game. You do, damn if you do. An eight pick you, game works. Yeah. <laughs> In prime time, everybody's seeing everybody get picks. Uh, yeah, you, I don't you, think it's happening though. You need uh, you need you need them both to get hurt. But yeah, I, I think uh, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you're if you have a Purdy ticket, you're for, cheering for a. A bunch of Dallas receivers falling down at the one, and Rico Dowdle getting four scores. Now we're talking. Yeah. Mm. No, you just want you want you want a couple of Dak picks and a win. That's what you want. It's called evens. You want Next. you want a three touchdown, three interception performance by Dak Prescott in a forty-two to seventeen win. Yeah. Actually, you don't want a forty-two to seventeen win. You want like a twenty-six to seventeen win. Like you want something to juxtapose. Wow, the. Brock Purdy and the Eagles, they, I mean, the Niners, they thunderfucked these guys thunder last week. <laughs> and, the, and the Cowboys, like, man, Dak threw three yeah. picks. They barely beat them. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what you want. And, and like, Dak punches a cheerleader. <laughs> Dak <laughs> that's probably, punches. That's probably not happening. Dak punches yeah. Dolly Parton in a cheerleader outfit. <laughs> that, 
definitely not happening. Seems unlikely. You need Seems some so sort likely. of you need some sort of ill will towards him from the voters. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I should have mentioned this mid-show, but there's still a hundred some people watching. I'm sure with the YouTubers on there too. If you're if you're watching over on Twitch or on the Twitter, pop over to YouTube because that would help too. But hit the thumbs up. I would love a bunch of thumbs ups. I had a lot of fun. This is a fun week. Last week without buys. Next week will be even longer because it'll be all the games. Double Monday we kept night. This one pretty tight. <clears throat> we kept it tight because we have two Monday night games. Um, just 30 seconds on those. I would lay it with Miami at this point. If Simmons is going to be out, Henry's going to be limited. I don't see the only way that they're keeping that close is if Miami decides to keep it close. Hmm. Man, I mean, th- there's just no good matchups for Tennessee in that game at this point, even with Miami losing some pieces on defense. That is such a such a gross game, and they should probably be 15-point favorites. Okay. Uh, Green Bay Giants. Green Bay is up to 6.5-7, I guess. Um, it kind of depends if you're in, in on the love stuff. Giants are off the bye week, but uh, they're still going to stick with Tommy Cutlets, even though Tarad is starting to get healthy. I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay with those numbers. Like, yeah, Tommy, minus, you got a you got a seven yeah. point road favorite and a total of thirty six. Yeah, kind of reason yeah. with that and realize you don't need to bet that game. You want me to do a a quick Brian Dable uh, translator for you? <clears throat> Tommy DeVito has earned the starting job. We're tanking. We're tanking. We're tanking. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Darren Waller, he looks better, but he's probably not going to be ready Ooh, to go. Yeah, we, we don't want to hurt We're him. Tanking. <laughs> yeah, We're like tanking. Yeah, like Waller. I, I, I saw that today. I'm yes. like, Waller could play. They're just keeping him out. Thank, yes, I agree, too. They even, uh, we'll say, who's the super good defensive lineman who they got, who they're holding out, too? Dexter Lawrence? I thought he was in. I, have to ch- I haven't No, he didn't practice today. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't see yeah. that. Yeah, uh, maybe I'm misremembering, but Stay I healthy, basically guys. I saw I basically saw that I read you know I saw like the Waller the Waller stuff was and then it. read the comments I was like oh yeah. <laughs> okay so we're not trying to win okay uh, somebody did text me and say don't bet Green Bay though because like apparently some guy who's a huge mush bet them this week I didn't see it though uh, so tough to say uh we'll we'll dig we'll dig though we'll dig i'll get it i'll get a we'll, huge we'll talk about a little sunday night yeah i'll get it uh we'll dig and i'll I'll get a a real handicap going for sunday on those two games because i haven't really thought about them to be honest although <laughs> green bay uh real quick i know we probably have some listeners who are among the 30 in circus circum survivor million circus survivor which is a nine million plus prize first yeah. of all congratulations if you're in there um I think it's pretty obviously Green Bay this week because you get to see the rest of the games play out. You get to know exactly how much your entry is worth before Monday Night Football. And there, there's a small chance that you could be laying like a hedge. <clears throat> exactly. Did You're going you to get a massive Benson? price. You get a massive price to hedge. Benson yeah. said they might even work with you at the cage. No, to that credit. That they're they are doing that. They're giving that, people that makes so massive. They're giving people huge numbers. Uh, of if, you, if you could page. prove like that's my entry, why wouldn't they loan you 150? Yeah, you want to bet 50k on the Giants at what is it going to be four to one by then, probably? Yeah, oh, oh excuse me, yeah, because the, yeah, no, it's only gonna be like even, even if there was overlay on the contest, yeah, that money that's that's sunk. Like, yeah, we would love it 
if you borrowed money from us, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to keep part of the price pool. Of course, bets, yes. yes, of course, we'll happily keep. Mm. And if you are, if you get bounced before the end, you get something out of this. That's cool. Yes, yeah, I hundred percent agree. Um, very, it's good business, absolutely. Um, the uh, yeah, so I think it's pretty obvious the right plus EV decision this week is Packers because of the flexibility it gives you with hedging. Um, next week, I don't know. Yeah, the BetSperts uh, contest we ran that had thousands and thousands. Resolved? There was no. There was like 30-some left. And I think 12 or 15 had the Jags. Jags. That was the big Jag spot. It took a a big bite. Um, So I I think there was like 25, something like 25 left in that one. Yeah. Super Bowl tickets on the line. Yeah. Uh, That's cool. Uh, I, you're out. I didn't even enter because I figured I wasn't liable for. I mean, I wasn't. I, like, I, I also I realized I wasn't liable. Like <laughs> yeah, I, right. I wasn't allowed to win. I entered anyway to pump up numbers. Cool. Um, but I was out in like week two anyway. So I dig we will catch you tomorrow for the Thursday Thursday halftime. Like we said, our profit exchange prop over there on their exchanges first to ten. If you want to get, uh, if you want to get uh, uh, two to one on the Patriots, I think it was first to ten. That's a fun one for sure. We'll catch you again. Thanks a lot. Hit the thumbs up. Peace out. Love, peace, chicken grease. See you guys tomorrow. Factful outro. Well done. The, well done. Uh, you know the Kiefer and the Beats podcast you mentioned. Um, I have I just really called the athletic podcast. I have really, uh, yeah, that episode, the weekly spot they do though. That episode, like, and that guy kind of like, I'm very mixed feelings about him because he like inserts a lot of editorial.